I'm CT. When I'm not podcasting, I live in the real world. I mean, everybody's got to work, right? My job is CS, customer service, solutions, relationships, and generating motivation to keep my team pumped up and connected to every single guest who walks into that store. This is CTCS, episode number 52, never the same shopping experience twice. Whew, I need a transition walk tonight. This is the day before I return to customer service. I'm like uh, three minutes off from a conversation that I had with a U.S. journalist in Ukraine. And this is the part of the journey that you don't get to see. You don't get to hear. I always do the stuff in the grocery store. I look for the freaky weird shit uh, that, that happens in a grocery store. And then, you know, so you'll laugh or you'll embrace it or whatever. Um, you'll be shocked by it, but you know what happens in front of you all the time. But, but in order to get there, I've got to go through everything that I that I have to do as a, as a broadcaster. And that is, is that, you know, sitting down with journalists from America in Ukraine who are being bombed. And then they go visit the cities where the bombs have gone off. And, and I've been spending time, and I've turned this into a podcast uh, with, with Joe Lindsley. Uh, the way that he can sit there and see so much destruction around him. And yet he can still see the art that is flowing from the creative minds of those that are in Ukraine. And, and you know, you've, you've, you've got to just be able to embrace that as, as a, a human being. That no matter how tough times get that embrace the art because as he said in this conversation and and I, and I want you to think about this he said in this conversation we are in this music this art and it could be the last breath we ever take and we sit here in America and tell people how much we hate our jobs wow the official transition walk for my first day back to CS kind of hard to believe that we did one of these yesterday and time has gone by that fast did all my interviews today holly robinson pete uh nick quested uh, so many different people um ryan t higgins who writes for disney and you know you you do these conversations with these people you get into their head and heart and you you know sure you're selling the product and stuff like that just like uh i would sell a product at a grocery store and i think maybe that's what i do with, with a lot of the customers is that I get locked in on where, you know, a product that, that I enjoy and then I sell the hell out of it. And, uh, you know, new guy Bill said, that's your job. That's customer service. The new day in CS starts off with handing out the new uniforms to those who ordered them. And uh, one of them is a maternity smock, a blouse. And we're all going, is there something we should know about this person? And uh, so I go back and I, I, I talk with her and I go, congratulations. She says, no, 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 you don't understand. All, all, all of the, the regular shirts, they, they fit too tight. So I thought, you know, the best way to, to do this is, is I'm going to buy a smock. And then this way, my big old tummy, I, it can just do whatever it wants to do. A coworker comes up to me and says, why do they think that they have to tell me their full story? I don't, I don't want to know about their backstory. I don't want to know that they're having a bad day. I don't want to know anything. And that really kind of just saddened me in the moment is what it did, because it's like, I want to know every bit of this, you know? And I kind of mentioned to him, I said, you know, you're kind of like a psychologist to them. They're, they're coming here to escape the world that they're in. Just go ahead and listen sometime. Well, probably about five minutes after that, a guest comes up and says, do you, do you have any $1 bills, brand spanking new ones? And I'm thinking, wow, that's pretty interesting. But what she does is she 
she makes them into flowers, into roses. And then she takes the $1 bill roses, and then she takes them to the hospital and gives them to people. See, if you don't listen, you don't hear the beautiful stories. And we've got the repeat offender back in the store. He got busted yesterday for stealing things, and he's back in here. And sure enough, one of the uh, customer service agents goes over there and just watches him and then goes and stands closer to him. And you ask, uh, are you going to get the rest of that, or are you going to do that on a second order? And he goes, why are you watching me? And uh, sure enough, he was, he was trying to steal it again, so a repeat offender. And we've got the bust number two um, done today. And what I mean by bust number two is we just got a $489 worth of uh, beer, uh, HBC, uh, toilet paper, and things like that. Uh, got them at the front door and uh, got to the point where they, uh, you know, you know, you got to pay for that. You got to pay for that. And, we, and it's usually, we call it verbal taekwondo. And in the way that, you know, in studying martial arts and stuff like that, where you are controlling their emotions. And that's, that's what we did on this is that we use loud commands and the person dropped everything and left. $489. So who puts away $489 worth of beer, underarm deodorant, toilet paper? Well, it's, it's me. And uh, I, I think what's, what's fascinating about this whole entire thing, with all this alcohol and everything like that that we mentioned, there's a journal in here with uh, three writing instruments. And on the journal it says, just breathe. Maybe that's what this thief was doing. They were listening to the message, just breathe, and then do all you can to get the hell out of the store. You got caught. You got caught. I'm running so effing late. Um, My worlds are colliding. The podcast world versus CS versus the movie promotions. Everything just seems to be colliding into each other at this point in time. And, uh, you know, I mean, but that clock just keeps ticking ahead. That's one of my biggest battles, and I write about it so much. Hey, one thing I didn't want to forget is uh, Mike came in yesterday. Mike was uh, over, uh, he was a guest at register number four. And um, he was, I may have talked about this on one of the last episodes, that he and his wife were expecting their baby. It was going to happen at any time. And they, they were, you know, all excited and all that kind of fun stuff. And, but he made it a point to come in yesterday to talk with me and to show me the picture of his brand new baby. I mean, to look into his eyes was amazing. Uh, to, to see a brand new father, just mind-blowing. Because this kid... And I, I can say he's a kid because I'm 60, but this kid was very excited about life, and I found that to be just so inspiring. And once again, that's CS is it's all about community. Get to know your people. Get to know those that come in and have made a choice to stop in and visit. It's always an interesting thing when you first walk into the store. Brand new day of CS, and the police department is uh, right there at customer service. And and you're going to go, oh, well, I've got to find out what this is all about. And uh, sure enough, uh, that little investigative reporter in me is going to do exactly that. Be back. Here's an update on why the police were here at the store. Uh, they terminated an employee, and the employee got a little upset. And uh, so what they wanted to do was just to make sure that everybody in the store was uh, safe uh, uh, until this until this gentleman uh, was, was pretty much uh, gone from the premise so uh, that's the reason why you know protect those employees as well as real people too it had to be a total setup or it was a runner and a gentleman with a green basket a plastic one filled with every type of medication for colds and for the flu and stuff like that maybe 125 bucks worth and so I was over at self-checkout saw him he stops at self-checkout looks at me and he he goes across the uh, the self-checkout machine and, and all of a sudden says I need to see an ID so I walk over to him and I said uh, do you have your ID? No. I said, I can't, I can't give this to you. He said, you have to be 18. And he goes, I swear to you, I'm 30. 
no, dude, I have to have an ID. I don't make up the laws. It's North Carolina law. In fact, it's a federal law that I need to see your ID. And he goes, I swear to you, I'm, I'm 30 years old. And I said, I swear to you, you're not getting it. We just got word that the deli will be closing at 4.30 on a Friday night, 4.30 in the afternoon, because four people uh, have called in. They, they're, they're just not coming in. There's no way. And we got one person back there right now. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's balls to the wall busy. And, and she's the only one taking care of all these customers. And, of course, they're getting irate because, you know, they're not getting that superstar treatment. Brand new weekend here, and that means grandparents have the grandkids, and the grandkids are fresh out of school. They are wound up like you wouldn't believe, and they love it when grandma and grandpa let them have sweets. I mean, they go to the candy row right away, and it's, it's so funny that just a couple seconds ago, there were three little ones. I love you so much. You are the best grandma in the world. I love you. I love you. We have two male figures in the store at this time. Um, they come in the store with six bags that are wide open inside their grocery cart, and they are dumping as much as they can into it. We um, are on them. Uh, we've we've made two phone uh, made announcements, I should say, uh, announcements of a thing about security. You know, making sure that you you scope everything down and stuff like that. Um, we, yeah, I think they're setting themselves up to be. I think what they're doing is they're setting themselves up to be a runner. Now, what's going on now, though? is that one of them has gone into the men's room. We have, we have two men's rooms, and, and he's been in there now for about 35 minutes. Now, we see the cart. The cart is sitting there all by itself. The other person uh, left a few minutes ago, and but this person is still in the bathroom, and, and he had a satchel on, and we're just trying to figure out what's, what's happening. The person in question is still in the restroom after all of these minutes. We're pretty close to 40 minutes now, and we finally went up and knocked on the door because, you know, we, we do worry about if, you know, if, if they're on drugs. They acted like they were on drugs, but we're not going to profile anybody. But we knocked on the door, and he goes, I'm taking a dump. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay, we're at one hour and five minutes into this, and uh, let me let me set it all back up again. Two people come in. They have uh, four to six bags. They're wide open. They're starting to throw things into the bag. They started off in produce, and then they go over to the meat department, things like that. They give you reason for to have suspicion. And so then uh, about halfway through, one of the people that was in question uh, goes through self-checkout. We don't know if they were trying to do be, you know, be like be a decoy or whatever. And then uh, we stop them. We look through their bags. Okay, not, nothing going on. And so then what happens after that is that then the guy goes into the bathroom and stays in the bathroom for a very long period of time. We see his basket on the outside of the bathroom. Okay, so he finally comes out about, about two minutes ago, and he, we, we spot him over in self-checkout. No basket. No basket anywhere. We look through his bags, nothing. And, and so it's, it's like the magic trick. He, somehow, some way, all of that food was, was put away. So we went back to look at the video and to find out exactly what happened between him coming out of the bathroom after over an hour and why at self-checkout did he have absolutely nothing in those bags. And so we followed him all the way through the store. What he did is he came out, and I don't know, we, maybe we scared him uh, in the way because we kept making the announcements of uh, security check this, security check that. and But he put everything back and and left the cart uh, near a uh, where the balloons and the flowers are and stuff like that but that's that's how it all wrapped up but uh, we thought for sure we had a runner on our hands transition walk 
day number three, which will be my final uh, day for this uh, this go around and see us. And the reason why is because tomorrow our mobile DJ service uh, we we hit the fall tour for the wedding season, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna be out a lot of weekends. And uh, thank God, because you know during the lockdown for a couple of years, uh, weddings were one of those things that uh, people. I mean, we still performed. We just didn't have it at the extent that we're gonna have it for the rest of the season here. So looking forward to being back out on the tour on that. And uh, you can only hope that I, I don't get injured in CS today because you're constantly lifting, you're constantly moving, and uh, I need I need these legs, I need this body tomorrow for that for that wedding. And yes, we will be out of town. Davis comes up to me on register number four, big smile on his face. I said, my goodness, my God, I think that's brighter than this Carolina hot sunshine we've got going on. He says, man, my wife, she's home. She's home. She's been in Winston-Salem for uh, the past week or so. She's got a brand new, so happy that my wife can pee. And, you know, it's one of those where you go, I don't think I was supposed to know that. But, man, if you're celebrating it, I'm just so happy that your wife can pee again, too. Damn it. I just got hit. This old gentleman, we've, we've talked about him so many times in the past and other CTCSs. And what he does, he comes in and he plays a mind game with you. He screws with your mind when it comes to the lottery ticket. And, and he goes, I want one ticket, the $30 Powerball. And I looked at him and, and new guy Bill was standing next to me. I said, you want one ticket, $30 Powerball. Yes, I want one ticket. Says it twice. And then when I give him the ticket and he sees the numbers, he goes, this is not what I wanted. And I looked right at him and I said, you said one ticket, $30, and it was, and, and you're now telling me that this was wrong? I'm absolutely telling you it's wrong. I'm not paying for this. What he does is he looks at the numbers. And then when he doesn't like the numbers, then he says, no, I don't want it. Normally, a store brand is a lot cheaper than a national brand. And so a gentleman comes up and he goes, hey, look, the, 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 your, your milk is some of the most expensive milk that's back there on that shelf. Why, why is the name brand more expensive than, than everything else? And, and I go, well, that's, that's a very good question. I said, let's find out. So I walk around, I talk to all the different managers, and the only thing I've gotten in return is shrug shoulders. They're just going, I don't know. I don't know. Outside, somebody is stealing our electronic cart. We have the police already here. Boy, they acted fast on that. My God. So we have them stopped now. The security is here. We're out here with a uh, new guy, Bill, and uh, we have saved yet another electronic cart. Bill, what the hell? I don't know, man. Every, every week. People will, will try to get away with what they can. That's about five grand right there. Wow. Every week, there somebody goes, steals right? the cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it only goes two miles an hour, so... You want to race? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how far she's going to get. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Nothing like that. Okay, we're back with new guy, Bill. And uh, what's going on here is that we've got a gentleman. Anybody know why that bag of trash sitting over there by the door right there? Oh, boy. Out there by the front door? Yeah, we were, yeah he's yeah. standing right there looking at it right there. You see it right there? I wonder if it belongs to the guy who we think is going to be stealing something. I don't know. It looked like a bunch of So what's going on here is that we've got a gentleman who's uh, he's fitting the profile, basically, of, of somebody who's going to be a runner. So we'll keep you up to date. So we are trained to engage in conversation with those that are, um, that are doing things that are very suspicious. And, well, you know, go up to them and just say, hey, man, you finding everything okay? How's your day? Doing good? You watching any of the college games today? And you have a really nice conversation with them. And then slowly but surely, you just kind of guide them into the register where they need to go. And so these people that we, that, that we thought were runners uh, aren't runners at all. They basically, they're just, a, they fit a profile, and you cannot be a profiler. And we, and we need to get over that nasty habit.